0: I want drink a beer, I'm no. there. Two touchdowns in the game? <laughs> yes, in the game! You're uh, tripping. How yeah, hi! I don't know what we're doing in that front office, man. Twiddling our fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I just need you to. No. <laughs> no. No. Wide
1: receiver trivia. <laughs> yeah, That's what she said.
2: <laughs> Her <What the> fuck. <laughs> Her upset. Are those crutched? you can see Ryan's crutches. In the <laughs> 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 so
1: what is going on folks? Welcome back to After Further Review. This is episode 143. I am your solo host today, not I can actually say just host, not co-host. But I'm pretty sure the first time in, in this show's history. Uh, yeah, I, I'm flying solo, at least for the most part, on tonight's episode. Uh, everybody else has got some st- just stuff going on this week. Uh, it is, you know, middle of summer, so people are kind of busy at this point and, you know, doing their own thing. So I'm just chilling here at home, bringing you episode 143. This will be a shorter episode, as you can imagine. It should should be the shortest episode in AFR history, uh, because we really only have two topics, which is NBA free agency tracker, and uh, what's up with that after that. So, Malin might be hopping in at some point, um, G-Money also might be hopping in at some point, I'm not sure, but um, you guys will obviously find out in real time if that happens, so uh, yeah, I will be uh, just driving the ship by myself today, so yeah, we got some NBA free agency stuff to get into. There has been a lot of a lot of signings already. Uh not too many big names have gone anywhere yet. We're still waiting for some of the, you know, like Harden and Lillard to see where they go, but you know, still a lot of people moving around nonetheless. Um and yeah, so before we actually get into the full show, I do want to mention if you do not subscribe to our YouTube channel, if you don't even know that we have a YouTube channel we do it is the Melheim's Media YouTube channel so if you click the first link down in your podcast description below you will be taken to our YouTube channel and that is where we live stream this show every single Wednesday night at 9:30 p.m. Eastern time uh yeah so you can tune in participate in the live chat that we have up here every single wednesday night uh if you just see the the replay afterwards um you can you know just leave a comment drop a like that always helps and also be sure to subscribe to the channel because that way you'll be uh codified you can stay in the loop every wednesday night just in case you forget when we're going live but um same thing vice versa if you just want to listen to the show and don't want to watch it Uh, You can click, if you're watching on YouTube already, click the first link down in the YouTube description and you'll be taken to your favorite podcast platform where you can just listen to the show whenever you please. So, yeah, getting that out of the way as I burp right into the mic, let's go with our NBA free agency tracker. So I've got a list of some of the more notable moves of this free agency. And we are going to start off with the fact that Fred Van Vliet of the Toronto Raptors, he is signing with the Houston Rockets. And I don't blame the man because they gave him a back Three years, $130 million for Fred Van Vliet. Uh, Houston just seems a bit desperate on this one. I like Fred Van Vliet. I mean, he's a good guard. But I think just that he's a good guard. I don't think he's great. Uh, I mean, when's the last time anybody was really ranting and raving about him? since the Raptors won the finals a few years ago so I'm sure the Toronto fans really liked him and they held him in a pretty high, high regard but uh this just seemed uh like a kind of a desperation move for Houston just trying to get quality players to come there and uh they did get one you know he's a he's a good guard but again he's he, he got paid which good, good for him but jeez he got grossly overpaid so Houston Good luck with that one. Uh, you got a nice reliable guard that you just overpaid for. I think it's as simple as that. <laughs> you know you, you know what you're getting with with Fred Van Leet. So is what it is there. Another guard, though, coming to Houston is Dylan Brooks from Memphis. That was a big surprise with him going to, again, Houston of all places. Uh, I think that the Grizzlies, once they got smart from the Celtics, They knew that they they have a new, you know, there's a new dog there because Brooks and Marcus Smart are you know kind of like the the tough guy the the maybe not Marcus Smart the tough guy but you know they're like the the engine that makes the car goes you know they're they're the 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 dog of the team so they didn't really need two and once they got Smart there who is more experienced and just an overall better player than Dylan Brooks, uh they knew that, okay, you can go, especially after his shenanigans in the postseason this last year. Uh, not a very good idea to call out the greatest player of our generation during the middle of a playoff series, and hence why they were annihilated after that. So, you know, when players do stuff like that, it's never really a big surprise to me once they are no longer with the team uh, that next off season. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have no uh, no qualms with the Grizzlies letting him walk and not wanting to, to sign him because uh, it just made sense in, in that way. And, again, Marcus Smart, same sort of player, but just much, much better. And you can count that, you know, you can rely on him that he's not going to do something stupid like Dylan Brooks. Um, shout out to G Money in the live chat. I think Van Vliet is a better fit for Houston and cheaper than what Harden would have cost. Very true. Uh Dylan will make Houston tougher and they'll play better defense. Yeah, he he will be a good fit in Houston. Does not seem like his time in Memphis had you know came and went. But Houston, they could they could use somebody like him, but uh That'll be a very interesting team this year, the Rockets. So anyway, moving on to the next signing here, Gabe Vincent went to L.A. with the Lakers. Uh, they are giving him three years, $33 million. I think the, the Heat had offered him, I want to say the total was like 24 or 22 or something like that. Uh, so yeah, he was like, I'm going to go over to L.A. where they're giving me more money and, you know, go play with LeBron in them. So props to him getting his money. I think we all knew, you know, there was no way that he were going to be able to retain all those wing players and Struess, Vincent, Martin, um, Hero, like Duncan, Duncan Robinson, like all, all those guys, there was just absolutely no way that they're all staying in Miami. So good for him getting, getting the bag there. And, uh, you know, for an undrafted player, i mean that's a a really good deal for him so big props to gabe vincent for landing in la i think he'll be a a solid fit there because they're not they're they're keeping um d-low but they're getting rid of dennis schroeder so uh i think he's a a better player than schroeder was schroeder was kind of like i don't know you could kind of forget that he was there at times um, but Gabe Vincent is, I think, a bit more consistent than he than Dennis Schroeder was. So um, I think he'll be a, a very good fit there. You know, LeBron likes his shooters that he can just kick out to and, and rely that they're going to more often than not knock down their threes. And I think that's what Gabe Vincent is at the end of the day. So, um, you know, we'll see how they, they fare in the regular season because Miami was not a very good three point shooting team during the regular season. And then they just shot out of their minds in the postseason until they couldn't in the finals. But you know, nonetheless, I think <laughs> Gabe Vincent would be a good, good fit with the Lakers so far. I haven't really seen any, any signings that I was, you know, real head scratchers uh, at the more notable ones. Um, actually, there's one coming up and there's, that's kind of the only one that was a head scratcher to me, but moving into some of the re signs that happened, people getting extended, uh, with their just their current teams so if we go with so let me bring this back up okay so Lomelo ball is staying with the hornets got his five-year rookie max extension uh same thing with anthony edwards with the timberwolves no surprise with either one of those guys um that was just very expected that both of their teams were going to make sure that they locked them down long term um So, you know, props to them getting their money early on. Uh, So this is the one that was kind of a head-scratcher. But Kyrie staying with the Mavs for three years, $126 million for him. Uh, He was, I mean, the Mavs and him kind of in a tough spot as far as, you know, nobody else was going to go take the risk on Kyrie at this point. And it's kind of like who else, if you were going to take a risk on him, you know you didn't want to put out a bunch of money to go get him and then you know, he comes there and flames out so uh and he's expecting to get paid top dollar because he's you know still sees himself as one of the best point guards in the nba which he is so in this instance it's kind of like you know nobody else is going to take that risk and so dallas is like well if you want to stay here here's what we'll give you and he said all right don't let me be real here yeah this is probably the the only thing i'm gonna get so let me stay here like, this is the best thing i'm gonna get however i just don't know why dallas even wants to keep him around i didn't think that uh this wasn't going to be a good fit when he first got there in the middle of last year and ever since then it has shown exactly that way like that is a disaster between luca and Kyrie. It does not seem to work Maybe they're gonna I mean, I'm assuming they're obviously gonna try and work on things during the off season to make that more more coherent and smooth that offense out between the two of them. Uh, but I don't know. Both of them really need the ball in order to be effective. Uh not very good on defense. So it's you know, they're just too similar of a player to me, so I don't see how Dallas is going to remedy this going forward. And uh yeah, both both dudes also seem a bit emotional and you know we'll kind of get in their uh their feelings a bit when things aren't going very well so this was a head scratcher to me I'm sorry but the Mavs if I was Mark Cuban I would have been like Kyrie I'm sorry but we have absolutely no intentions on having you here long term <laughs> so we'll have to figure out an alternative uh but Dallas, good luck with that. Uh, another one, Austin Reeves. He's staying a Laker four years, totaling $54 million. His contract's kind of weird. It's got like, kind of like incentives in there to get up to that $54 million mark. mark. Uh, so we'll see there. But anyway, AR-15 staying in L.A., which uh, good for him. I thought he was going to leave. I'm not going to lie. I thought that you know, some other team was going to come along and offer him a, a big bag of money and he was gonna you know gonna go up and be a starting point guard somewhere else but uh, I think it's cool that he's staying in, in LA gets to stay in the system that he, he already knows and uh, already appreciates uh I'm oh, sorry already knows and a team that already appreciates him and you know he'll, he'll continue to be a good fit there. He made him, he made his name can't talk made a name for himself as a Lakers. So uh good for them Bringing back AR fifteen, I, I just I I'm glad to keep seeing him on a relevant team. I just really did not want to see him go to like an Indiana or like Brooklyn or something or you know wherever Houston. And it's like you know that was that's last year. At Austin Reeves because you're not gonna be watching him play very often. But him staying a Laker, you know they should be back in the playoffs next year don't see why not uh and he proved to be a very very good guard and he's entertaining to watch so um hey man good for ar15 reading some of the live chat here uh g money you're absolutely right no one was going to give Kyrie what he wanted and dallas wasn't going to let him walk for what they gave up for him yeah i personally don't see it working out yeah uh tyler saying that's a good contract i'm assuming you're talking about uh Kyrie, or maybe it's AR-15. I'm not sure, but uh, next one, Milwaukee bringing back both Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez. Uh, Milwaukee trying to keep the band together, and I uh, I don't know. I don't really know why. Brooke Lopez, I get that because he's still – him and Al Horford are just like the two kind of older guys who are just holding it down. And haven't shown too much uh, deterioration, for lack of a better word. Uh, You know, they're they're still very good players, very good defenders, still very efficient on offense. And it makes sense to me that Milwaukee would want to bring back Brook Lopez. You know, as long as he still stays healthy and is still proving to be effective, then why not? Chris Middleton, though, this was a a weird one because he just has not been available. Or consistent ever since when they won the championship like and he wasn't even around for that if I remember correctly. so I don't know why they brought him back and are you know still sticking with that contract, but uh I would have just seen if you know last year what I could have gotten from him early and at this point been like, all right Chris, it's been real. thanks for everything, but at one point, when they were in the finals, Middleton was kind of known as like the poor man's Kevin Durant, and haven't heard that comparison since then. So I don't know. Chris Middleton is another head scratcher. I guess there's a couple head scratchers in here that I, for- I forgot about, but hey, it is what it is. I'm I'm curious for Bucks fans what they think because you know he's obviously been there for a while, and I don't know where they stand on Chris Middleton as of late. But if you know any Bucks fans would love to hear their opinion on this one. So rounding things out, the two that are still up in the air, which are the two, you know, the big names, Harden and Lillard. Uh, James Harden, I'll split these up. Harden going real quick. I think ultimately he'll stay in Philly. I just don't know, you know, what other team is going to pay him at this point. You know, Houston, the The, the shoe has already fallen there. They're obviously playing, paying Fred VanVleet all that money. I don't think they could afford to go also bring in James Harden or it, it just wouldn't really make much sense. Like G money said earlier, like Van Vleet is doing the same thing in like in a more uh, financially efficient way than bringing in James Harden. So uh, yeah, I don't Houston seemed like that ship is still, I would imagine. Uh, so I don't really know where else he would go and it, where it would make sense, of course. So I think ultimately, He works things out in Philly. Now, Dame Lillard, he did come out and say that Miami is where he would like to end up. And a couple of weeks ago, I was saying that I don't think that he will end up on the heat just because I didn't think it would work. Like, personality-wise with him and Butler. But... I think my tune has changed a bit. (laughs) Because if he's coming out and personally saying that he wants to go into the Heat, the NBA is a player's league. And when these dudes come out and say, you know, I want to go here, this is, you know, what I want to do, seems like more often than not, that is what happens. You know, they do get their way, so to speak. So I think he'll end up there, unfortunately. Uh, I'm just kind of waiting for that woge bomb to drop that Damian Lillard is in Miami officially a Miami Heat. Uh so I think it'll have to, like it seems like it's gonna have to be a three way, a three team trade because uh the Heat are trying to give Portland Tyler Hero, but Portland does not want to pay his thirty million a year contract, which that, I think everybody knew that contract was gonna come back and haunt Miami because after the bubble we knew that they were overpaying for tyler hero but they were impressed with their sixth man of the year and you know he was going to be that guy and we haven't haven't seen it since so seemed like everybody besides miami was in on that one uh and i don't know miami seems to if they get lillard at this point it seems to be expected Mainland, what's up man Give me one second. Let me add you into the stream here. Uh, I told you, folks. Uh, Let's do this. Do a little bit of that. Okay. Okay. Can you still hear me?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. The stream can hear you. Let me just make sure they can see you. One second. Don't mind us, folks. Just another week in paradise. I'm showing impromptu here.
0: Uh, I can only hear you. Where's everybody else?
1: Oh, it's just you and I, my friend.
0: What? Where's your
2: money?
1: I don't know. He's in the chat. Okay. Oh. Oh, well, there he goes right now. Oh boy, now I gotta add in another <laughs> move things around again. <laughs> All right, you so, are squared away.
0: So so what are we talking
1: about? Uh so I was just talking about some of the phrases moves and I got to um James Harden. And Damian Lillard, do you money? Dang. we're just all coming in now. Right. All right. Let me rearrange some stuff. You guys can keep keep talking. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys think, Harden lands? Let's start there.
2: I think he stays with Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, I don't. If you know when he basically put it out there that he's going to opt out of the, his player option. I think his agent read the room. And so there's no way any other team was going to sign him to five years max deal and probably told him that, you're, that the most money you're going to get is if you opt into that player's option. Because you're not going to get that out in the market. And and he's not. Uh, and, you know, Houston might have been the team he went to. They signed, signed Van Fleet. Um, mm-hmm. Not going to Golden State, because they got CP broke down three. Um, and really, there's no other team that could use him and is willing to pay him. Especially, you know, in July, the new CBA goes into effect. And if you're a young team, and you've got players that, are, that you're going to have to re-sign in the next oh, year or two, you're not going to sign Harden to a max deal. That's going to cripple you.
0: Yeah, the, uh, I, I, think, I think Harden stays for, for one reason. Um, I don't think that anybody is going to offer the Sixers what they want for him. They're asking prices too high. Now, does he want to leave? Yes, because Joel Embiid threw him under the bus. Um, in post-game press conferences in the playoffs, just like he did Ben Simmons a year before. Um, now, he did quarrel a lot with Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers isn't there anymore. Um, but I just think the acting, asking price is going to be way too high for him. Now, when it comes to Dame, um, I think that Dame is going to try to really lay into all of the national public perception that he deserves to go somewhere to win a chip. Um, Because to call your shot and say one team that you want to play for, Miami, I think that hurts your status because Miami now knows that that's his preferred place to go. Mm -hmm. So now they can lowball the Blazers, and the Blazers can say no. Um... So, I mean, I think that when players start saying stuff out of emotion, um, I think it's problematic. I mean, look what happened with Clyde Leonard when he, uh, when he demanded a trade. <laughs> he went to Toronto for a year. Now, he want a chip, but he went to Canada. Okay, You went from Texas to Canada because you wanted a trade. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh so no, I mean I I don't I, I don't know. I, I do agree with Jalen. I think when I jumped in you were talking about maybe a, a three team deal that might need to happen uh for, for Dame to, to get to Miami. Um some people had linked up Dame to Boston a little bit, but I was hearing today that Boston's Jalen, you're not gonna wanna hear this, but Boston's talking about one to offer the Supermax. <laughs> Jalen uh,
2: Brown? Uh... Well, they just freed up money by trading Brian Williams.
1: Oh, you mean uh, so, Grant Williams?
2: Uh, oh, Grant Williams. Yeah, Grant Williams, Brian Williams. Same player. Same, <laughs> same, same guy. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, 56 million. Sounds, sounds like a Boston name. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they they just. Did the deal send him to Dallas? Dallas sends some players to San Antonio, and Boston gets two second-round picks.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm really. I could see Dame going to Miami. Still, Um, it it does. That is one thing, though. Mainly, like you said, it it gets kind of weird though when players do put out like specifically where they want to go because it kind of creates this bottleneck now of like the leverage gets taken away. Like if you would have as quietly as you could have maybe told somebody where you want to go, I don't know how well that would have stayed on the wraps, but at least tried instead of being like, this is where exactly where I want to go. Uh, you know, it can still, teams can make some leverage and maybe make some things happen, but you've really put teams in a hard spot when you get specific and pull a, a Kyrie or a Kevin Durant type move.
0: Some funny shit, though. The uh, Miami Heat-Sacramento Kings, uh, Kings Summer League game is about to go on ESPN. And uh, the Sacramento players are wearing a shirt that says Sacramento Proud. As if anyone that's ever lived in Sacramento is proud of the fact <laughs> that they've lived in Sacramento or are proud of they were even born there. Uh, there's probably a lot of forgery going on in birth certificates for people born in Sacramento. Dump-ass city. Um, yeah. Well should I, should I mention that I've already been drinking a little bit Before I got <laughs> I mean, I'm going I am on a porch swing Right now nice. This is This thing It's like Hold on This, this thing Is like a, a twin bed That looks, I'm
1: on It looks pretty comfy
0: I'm not gonna lie It is a, So I mean Any and all sports can kind of go fuck them Fuck themselves right now. I mean, all these people making millions of dollars. I want a port swing. <laughs> so Three hundred thousand dollars for whatever sport you want, build me a port swing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh before we hit what's up with that, was there any other um free agency moves that you guys thought were uh interesting?
2: Well, not in, well. Interesting in a way that you know in Portland, re uh, resigned Jeremy Grant for one hundred and sixty mil. I think they did that without thinking that um, Little was going to ask for a trade, and so now they're stuck with another bad contract. <laughs> and it's like, but we signed Jeremy Grant to stay here with you. It's like, yeah, no, no, that's right. not a bio. I, I, I no. Nah. Now, I, and he actually said he it's Miami or Brooklyn. So either of the two teams. I mean, he would prefer Miami, but he would go to Brooklyn. I'm like, why? Why would you go to Brooklyn? Have you been to Brooklyn? (laughs) Shit, you might as well go to Jersey. (laughs) Um,
0: The one that I think is just asinine let's talk about Dylan Brooks getting $80 million to do anything in life. (laughs) Um, I, I don't even think he could write his name in crayon. Um, he's so damn stupid. Um, he's known for his mouth, not his intelligence or his basketball IQ or his skill. In um, Houston, it's just like, you know what? Exactly. $80 million. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I think they pay $210 million total to him and somebody else when combined yeah. their points per game. Is like 21. Um, so I don't know what... I don't know if Houston thought the NBA changed the rules of the game. And it's kind of like golf. The lowest score wins. Um, but it kind of seems like that's what they're building their team towards. Uh, so Dylan Brooks still being in the NBA just flabbergasted me. His own teammates wanted to beat the hell out of him in Memphis. <laughs> they didn't even like him. John Morant waved a gun around to get suspended, so he didn't have to be around him. Um, so I don't, I don't know why he's telling the NBA. Now he's going to piss some people off in Texas. Go get him.
1: I think he'll be just fine there because Houston's got absolutely nothing going on there. So something's better than than nothing. But long term, good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he'll be probably done
2: before his contract is over. Um, and he's playing with a lot of, I mean, aside from Van Fleet that went down there, um, they really, they've got a bunch of young, young people down there. You know, what second rookies, second year players. I mean, it's a young, young team. Maybe they maybe they're hoping that they'll bring some leadership to the team, though. I don't know what type of leadership that would be. And, <laughs> Quite frankly, I mean, maybe the heat and humidity has just gotten to uh, the coaching staff and the GM there, and they just thought, hey, you know, let's bring him down. Yeah, he's a tough guy, and and he will bring toughness to the team, and, you know, maybe he'll uh, slam one of the players, <laughs> So, no. I mean, it's not like they were bringing in green from, you know. <laughs> We know he would slam one of the players. (laughs) When you say slam
0: one of the players, I don't know if we're talking about like basketball
2: slamming or backdoor slamming. Like like, seriously, body slamming them. Like seriously, body slamming someone. You know, you go.
0: Body slam, backdoor slam. Like the old school 19 somebody shut the
2: backdoor. He's going to come in. He's doing this, you know? Or, you know, Oh, Lord, if you're gonna come into my house, you're gonna be you, you gotta to be tough or you're not gonna
1: you're not gonna score. Dylan Brooks is just terrible. Amen. Oh. Uh let's move in or before we move into what's up with that. Uh if you're not following us on social media, it is right above us there. It's at AFR Sports on Instagram and TikTok. Be sure to give us a follow, go through some of our videos, weigh in on the uh New videos that we make. If it's a poll or if it's just a general question for you to leave a comment on, uh chances are you'll see a response in the next episode of the show. So at AFR Sports on Instagram and TikTok. So follow us there.
0: And just know this is not how we normally do business. We got some got some things going on. We're not in the studio. At least I don't think you're in the studio, Jalen. No, I'm not. Uh, the, uh, we got somebody got married. Right, I'm over here in South Carolina instead of Florida. G Money didn't get a text message. Uh, so I did,
2: but the, the problem was I was in traffic and I didn't notice it until like 15 minutes ago. I'm like, oh damn, yeah, I could be on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was saying at the top of the show, you know, it's summertime. People got things going on, so just bear with us for a little while.
0: Uh, G-Money and I will be gone next week because we will be in Vegas. Right. So, will Nestor be back next week? Uh, He should be. Should be. I mean, how how long can a honeymoon last in Columbia? Not enough (laughs) air conditioning to really be all that remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Moving on into the last topic for this week, and that is what's up with that. This is where we air out our grievances with the world of sports for the past week. So, Malen, let's start with you. What? God, man! In your gears,
0: Starting <laughs> you with me? <laughs> um. All right. What? Well, what's upsetting me with sports? Okay. So th- this upsets me with sports. ESPN letting go of like. I don't know how many people. Yeah. Um uh, that I grew up watching on ESPN. And some of them not only have I watched them on ESPN the last 15 years, but I watched their Hall of fame careers uh in the in professional sports. So, you know, someone like a Steve Young. Um a Randy Moss.
2: Oh. Uh Suzy
0: Susie Colbert was with with, with 27 years gone. Um, the, let's see, uh, Max Kellerman. Uh, Hmm. he used to be on the, uh, the ESPN show. Uh, it was the trivia one. Yes. Um, uh, before PTI, I can't remember, but then he was also with Marcellus Wiley Uh on sports nation. um, Max Kellerman was great. Um, there, there's just so many people on ESPN. and uh, They're saying that they need to save money. Like, okay, bitch, first of all, like you work for Disney. You're supposed to be woke, so you're supposed to have all this money. Um, <laughs> getting rid of all of these talking heads on a sports show, Like, what is, what is that really getting rid of? Uh, Susie Colbert was the one that probably hit the hardest for me. I was like, 27 years I'm like, I'm, I'm 42 years old. So you're telling me that since I was 15 years old, this girl was on ESPN, and now, in a cost-cutting move, she's no longer there. Um, yeah. And he was one of the... Uh, Stuart Scott's best friends at ESPN. Um, but before he passed away from, from, from cancer. And so to see ESPN do that, um, it just, it just seems really odd, especially a lot of the NFL talking heads. Most of the, uh, the ESPN, um, they, they do it. They do Monday night football, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a lot of the pregame and postgame people are gone. So, right. you know, I don't going to be there. Uh, oh, Matt Hasselback is another one that was cut. Hmm. You know the refs wanted to steal the Super Bowl from them, and now ESPN wants to steal the paycheck from us. That's cool. Um. So, so yeah, it's just really upsetting that the ESPN is cutting out a lot of people that we we've grown accustomed to watching. Talk to us about sports.
1: Damn, I knew that they you know just laid off a bunch of people. I didn't see any of the names though, uh, so I'm glad that you mentioned that because I had no idea that. I mean. Damn, that's a, a good chunk of their Monday night staff is just yeah. gone. And a lot of the best parts of it, too. Like between Susie and Randy.
0: Rex Ryan yeah. is still though, beyond understanding. But.
1: <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, ESPN has been in, they've been on the decline for the past few years. And uh, I don't know what the hell they're going to do long term, but. It, it well, sucks to see that happen.
0: They say when you go woke, you go broke. <laughs> that's
1: true. That's, that's what they say. <laughs> well, G-Money, what's what's your what's up with that?
2: I am actually going to piggyback on Malons, because not only did the ESPN lay off these people, and they did it for cost-cutting reasons, they turned around and wore that worthless, no-good fucking punter whose glass... Claim to fame is that he was on the same team that won the Super Bowl. He at did McAfee. Do that. Pat McAfee oh, at $5. $5. $5 million. $5 million. So, so wait, what? tell me when you cut the cost.
0: Okay, so, so Jalen, you know who Pat McAfee is, right? Oh, yeah. You know his show? Uh huh. ESPN signed him to do his show on their network while also allowing him to simulcast it on YouTube like he's always done. But it's like 80 some seventy-five to $85 million. So now all of a sudden they got to cut money, so they're letting go of people like Hasselbeck and Moss and Culver and Young and all these people. It's ridiculous. Bro. I mean, now maybe McAfee can afford a chair to sit in.
2: Um, <laughs> maybe he can afford a real T-shirt. So,
0: yeah, maybe a shirt with sleeves. That he has arms, makes he has arms awesome. like I do. He does not need to be wearing tank tops all the time.
2: <laughs> no short. <shoulders. I> mean, <laughs> the dude's a punter. I mean, chances are he's he's worked out somewhat after he was punting, but he didn't yeah. have those arms when he was a punter. And I'm like, dude, they're like, when I ask someone to name Three punters and the la- three All Pro punters, or three great punters, is McAfee one of them? Three, the three greatest punters in the in the NFL in the history of the NFL, is he one of them? Is he one of the three greatest punters of his era? Is hell? Is he, he even one of the greatest punters in Colts history? Hell was he even the greatest punter on his college team. I mean, you're going deep now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, except for some Colts fans, I if I said who's Pat McAfee, they would say, "Well, he's got that YouTube channel. He's got that." Did you know he played football? Oh, really? Do you know what position they look? <laughs> they go, uh, "I don't know, cornerbacks and like that." No, he's a fucking punter. <laughs> the the only reason why anybody knows who
0: Pat McAfee is now is because Aaron Rodgers decides to talk yeah. about everything on his show. That's it. And in AJ Hawk of all people, yeah. a former backer with, uh, with with USC that also played for the Packers.
2: So
1: whatever. I really like Pat McAfee's show. Um, him and his whole team. I think they've done a great job these past few years. But ESPN. I don't understand that at all. Like if somebody wants to watch his show, they're just gonna watch it on YouTube. Like they have been the past three be- or so years now. Like no one's gonna go to ESPN to watch that.
0: Like, and he doesn't exactly fit the ESPN brand. Let- exactly.
1: Let's be like no he a reason doesn't. He has his own it- own channel on YouTube where he can be in his own lane and say wherever he wants. <laughs>
0: I would expect ESPN to make a show around Megan Rapino before they did a show around
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they're talking about that. Yeah, they probably are. And they'll probably get Hope Solo in there to slap some people. <laughs> yeah. Hey. She was married That's to Jeremy probably. Stevens. It's probably why he dropped those passes in the Super Bowl, that bitch. Now, he wasn't dating her then. He dated her, her
2: afterwards. He, put, I think he started dating her when he went down to, after he went down to Tampa.
0: Probably still her fault. Well, no, but she's from Washington, <laughs> so yeah. She's go. from um, Tumwater. Sorry, Jim, we're getting out on a tangent here. Uh, yeah, this just we're,
1: the, the, we're these talking are the, about
0: uh... the of a former Seahawks tight end yeah. that suffers yeah. misery <laughs> forty dating a uh, World Cup champion. Physical abuser and Hope Solo. That's good. That's good podcast material, right?
2: Yeah, it is. I think so. I'd watch it.
1: If we keep talking about this, maybe ESPN will come buy us out next year.
0: You, me, and two other people. Yeah, they they probably should. Well, that would be good. That'd be better content. Be better than Stephen A. Smith. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. His basketball he is receding like his hairline.
2: That's funny.
1: Uh, so, my what's like, up with he's that?
2: Like the eighties and nineties. <laughs> That's why we don't know players' names. It's like see. we see jersey numbers and we think someone else. It's like
0: let's go ahead and get yeah, into it. what's up with that. Here is we gonna end this train wreck of an episode. Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
1: My, what's up with that? Even though this is not exactly news, uh, so Jack Jones of the Patriots was uh, arrested on some stupid gun charges last month. Wait, who? Jack Jones. Jack Jones, cornerback. Cornerback. Uh, this is not exactly a what's up with that. It's more of just a concern. Uh, he should be in training camp. You know, once everything is in full swing. However, knowing the Bill Belichick coaching doghouse mentality of when someone steps out of line, they somehow disappear, please let this man play and put him back in the starting rotation because, yes, I mean, it was boneheaded for him to try and, and take a gun on the plane or whatever the hell he was trying to do, but come on. We, we've we got Gonzalez now on one side of the field. If we can have him on the opposite of him, like Jack Jones and Gonzalez on this field at the same time, I'm really liking our secondary. And it would be a shame if we keep him off the field because we're trying to prove some kind of a moral point and, and punish him. Like, now's not the okay. time, all right? We're, 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 come on.
0: Kind of like how you guys lost the Super Bowl with. The- Exactly. Y'all should have been 49, too. (laughs) Going into all that.
1: For the reasons I still don't understand with Malcolm Butler, don't know what he did, but uh, we don't need that same type of thing going down. Uh, We're not going to be a Seattle secondary this year, but we should still be pretty damn good if we've got those two guys on the field, so
0: Probably oh, not going to be a playoff
2: secondary either. I
1: don't know. I'm. Uh, I, best, I, I mean, best.
2: It, it's going to be tough coming out of the East. It really is. Um, in fact, it's going to be tough getting a playoff spot. You know, with with everybody has basically improved. Right now, they just have to stay healthy. And yeah, I don't know what I don't know what he would what Jones was thinking. Because it's not, it's not like it's new that you can't take a gun through security <laughs> at the airport. And and I'm, I'm going to assume that he bought the gun there and was taking it back to you know, wherever he's from. Yeah. And just didn't think about packing it in. And maybe he didn't have any check luggage. And you just carry on. But, right. Yeah, you know, I mean, and maybe... I mean, there are a lot of possibilities, right? that he bought the gun, he tossed it in his bag. he meant to put it in his, uh, car- his check, check in luggage, and he just forgot about it, and he got to the airport and it's like, "Fuck, you yeah, know, you go through security. It, yeah, the, the alarms go off, there's the gun. you know, the fuck. And you, and then you, you, not only do you feel stupid, but then the rest of the world believes you're stupid. Right. And and it could have just been the fact that you forgot. And you you bought the gun, you're gonna take it back home, pack it in your in, in your luggage, and then you know things get crazy. It's in your carry-on, because that's where you put it, and then you grab everything to go catch a flight. Guns in there. I mean it's not like he was gonna hopefully it wasn't like he was going to uh, <laughs> take over the plane. Start hopefully. yelling there's some ghost person in the back row watching them. When you're when you're a professional athlete,
0: you're making millions of dollars. Maybe you're not smart enough. But hopefully there's people around you that are smart enough to not make a mistake that ninety nine point seven percent of every other American in the country doesn't make, which try to get a loaded fucking weapon on a plane. Maybe we could be those people. Like I don't understand what it is with the uh, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. All, all this stuff with guns all of a sudden. Guns have been around since this country was founded, before this country was founded. Now all of a sudden we're having all these problems? Gilbert Arenas didn't prove enough that you shouldn't take guns on planes? Shouldn't, nope. shouldn't do shit like this? Nope. 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 We ain't learning from Agent Zero? Nothing? Nope. Nah. Not nope. Now we got John Moran out here, we got General. Je- we fucking jet jones jim jones with kool-aid i don't give a fuck like just get smart don't yes
1: I, uh, I was just talking to somebody just last week who works tsa here in tampa and he said just in his part of the airport alone that three to six times a day somebody comes through security not knowing they had a gun on them <clears throat> or just trying to bring like deliberately trying to bring it onto a plane.
0: Terrifying. Yeah. So maybe we need to curb that number down to about 78%. <laughs> that at 99.8% because I was giving too much credit to the American people. But then again, the state of Florida, uh, the bill just uh, right. went in. I don't know if you know this, Jalen, that uh, there's constitutional carry in the state of Florida
1: Right, just uh, I don't four days it.
0: ago. I don't even need my uh, my 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 concealed carry permit anymore. Now I need it if I want to carry when I'm like in South Carolina, like I am now. But I'm like, okay, so I went through all that for that. And then you guys just mean that everybody can do it, like <laughs> everybody. Have people seen the people in the state of Florida? <laughs> Are we monitoring? The amount of incest that is dialing down the gene pool that is happening in the state of Florida, yet now all of a sudden we Constitution will carry. That's cool. There's going to be gunshots in Walmarts. That I know for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, will, we will not be ringing in bells trying to get money for the Salvation Army in December. There will be shots fired on Black Friday that somebody trying to get TV to somebody else wants. But that's fine. Yep. Go ahead, let's do it. We don't need to be responsible anymore. Fuck that's right. I don't even if know everybody
2: has a gun, then there won't be any crime.
1: There you go.
0: That's that's <laughs> the motto, Desantis. Yeah. You know, let's do it. <laughs> that's our All bad. right, let, let's let, let's <laughs> get this let's get this over with. I don't think I've added any value coming on this show tonight. I just felt bad going solo and is he out here.
1: It's one of those everything. weeks, folks. We want to thank you all for watching and or listening. Uh next week, the the game of musical chairs will continue. We'll see what happens. Uh but next week regardless though, we will be starting our um record predictions for the NFL come next year. So
0: guess ass better be back next week. You know, you don't get one. <laughs> needs to get off the fucking bench here.
1: <laughs> yeah we will see sure.
0: <laughs> we, know, uh, we might not is. ever hear from Nestor again I'm concerned about it he he got married in Colombia we don't
1: know what the hell is going to happen to this him man is contractually obligated to be back here in like 10 days I think
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see that happens, yeah we'll see how that works
0: you're going to end up in some sort of straw hut in bo <laughs>
2: Reminded him that uh, Lorraine Bobbitt was Colombian. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, America.
0: We'll talk to you guys later. We will see you all
1: next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace out, guys.